0: Good morning, 12 hour broker podcast. Ryan Wiley here. Thank you for listening. Uh, sitting here with Maisie, driving to go get my tea. I got my tea. They gave me coffee. What do you do? All right. So I have a couple sips, throw it out because apparently coffee's not good for me. So there you go. Um, so, what I want to chat about today was so I had a, a conversation yesterday. So, we have we all have underwriters. We have a dedicated underwriter. We all have dedicated underwriters, but we have this underwriter with one of our lenders. Um, and he is the, he's a phenomenal underwriter and he's the best that I've had. Um, and he is the top volume underwriter in Canada, um, and has been for, I believe the last two years and on track again for this year. And so he does these crazy volumes. And I was talking to another underwriter and saying like, hey, he, that underwriter was asking who my underwriter was, told them, they're like, oh, don't know how he does what he does. Nobody does. Nobody gets it. Nobody, we see the numbers he puts up. We don't understand how he does it. Okay. So I asked this underwriter, I asked my underwriter and said, hey, like, how do you do it? Like everyone, no one knows how you do it. How, how are you so good? So efficient? How do you crush out so many mortgages, handle so many personalities, of broker's, And kind of stay sane. And he said to me, he goes, you know what, Ryan? He said, um, all the other underwriters look at things, not all of them, but majority of underwriters look at things differently. They go, they look at this as a job that they come, they work, they go home and they do their thing. He goes, this is my life. This is like my craft. This is what I do. This is what I eat, breathe, sleep. I said, how many hours a week do you work? He said about 70. I was like, wow. That's great. He goes, but it's not. He goes to me, It's. he goes, this is what I was meant to do. I love it. I'm really good at it. Um, I provide very good living for my family and blah, blah, blah. And I was sitting there going, yes, yes, this guy gets it. We all have the same 24 hours in the day. We all start the same. You know what I mean? We all have opportunities to come across our plate all the time. And some of us grab them, some of us don't. He's grabbed, he's found his crap, but he's perfected it. So he's like, I, I talk about this. When I have phone calls with them, we're not shooting the shit on, even though I would be okay with that, with, like, other things in life. He wants to talk mortgages and industry news and guidelines and ratios and deals. And, and when he sleeps, and that's what he talks about. And with his partner, that's what they talk about. Because um, partner's in the space. And so you see, like, that, it's literally consumed his life. But he's the best. And that's why he's the best. Because I know other underwriters, and I'm not just picking on underwriters. The whole point of this, I'm not picking on anybody, is, and there's a moral of the story here, but I know other underwriters that literally punch the clock and just go, and you can tell when you work with them, you can tell, um, you know, you're like, okay. And that's with anything in life, though. That's really with anything. Um, so, you know, me personally, you know, I'm saying to you, find your find your craft. Is mortgages your craft? And if not, like, you got to go all in. There's a reason you're not where you want to be yet. It's because you haven't went all in, you know, if there is a reason. And by going all in, you know, I'll tell you right now, I don't particularly enjoy the mortgage industry. (laughs) I don't. Um, And so I was losing my way. And then I found, wow, there's like a certain little part of it that I really like doing. And that is showing people how to buy their first investment property. And then another one and another one. Because it changes the trajectory of their lives for their families. Um, and I just see how happy it makes them and the impact I'm making and the ripple effect. And so that makes me happy. Dealing with first-time home buyers, I'm just telling you personally, for me, I used to geek out on mortgages. I used to. Um, haven't in a long time. But this little part keeps me going, plus the fact that I love marketing. And then I can do marketing in the business. And so those two things, those are my crafts. And doing first-time homebuyers, like, that's just, I really don't want to get out of bed for that. That's just not what exciting to me. Um, I don't like it. It's not my craft. I'm not perfecting it anymore. I've got it to a point and I'm good, but that's me personally. So what about you? What part of the business are you all in? Like look yourself in the mirror and go, am I all in? Or do I watch three hours of TV every night? Because if you watch three hours of TV every night, you're not all in on your business. This is a commission only business, right? So there's only one person to blame if you're not where you're at. Um, and so are you all in or are you scrolling through Facebook all the time or Instagram all the time, whatever your, your Twitter, how much time are you spending on that versus what you could be building assets in your business? Like you got to be all in. And I know when I first started this business, I was all in. I ate, breathed, slapped everything, mortgages. I learned everything. I tried to go out to so many industry events. I tried to just talk to so many different brokers. I was part of, I love mortgage brokering, which was a huge asset. I listened to all the podcasts. Um, I would try to model my business after others. I like literally geeked out. I would um, meet with all my underwriters. I would know all the guidelines. I would track my, um, database. I would like, I was all in. I try, I was just a spun, just huge spun trying to get everything. And I got to a point and then I got burned out. Um, because, Mortgages just wasn't for me, but there's a certain part of it that is. And I found that part and that's sort of, that's keeping me in the business here. And then another thing is I got out of doing a lot of stuff that I didn't want to do. So I perf- was perfecting my craft, but I was also doing way too much paperwork. And so when I got someone to do that paperwork for me, um, it opened up my eyes again and it rejuvenated me again. Okay. So I'm at, like, you're already doing the work. You're already being a mortgage broker. Why not just be the best? Like, I'm not saying the best in your town. I'm saying, why not be the best in Canada? Like, why not? And I'm not saying that's by volume. I'm saying, but why can't you be the best mortgage broker in the world? Right? Why why settle? You're already putting in time. And so many of us are just right at that point. Like, literally right there where you don't even know it's on the other side. You're just so close. And then you kind of just think you plateau or it seems a little too hard. And so you kind of go the other way. Whereas if you just kept pushing, if you, you know, stop stopping, this is what I've been told fact like, stop stopping. Anything just stop it. I'll say it again. Stop stopping. Keep pushing through. Just be the best. Perfect your craft. Like, be all in for you and your family. You go all in in the mortgage business. And I'm not talking, you know, you go all in and, you know, do everything in your business. That's the last thing I'm talking about. Because some people would misconstrue that and say, well, I'm working 60 hours a week. Well, but you're not working smart. You're definitely not. If you're working 60 hours a week and you're not making hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars, if you're not doing 40, 50 million in volume, if not more, working 60 hours a week, then you're doing something wrong, okay? Um, You're doing too much of the non-income producing stuff yourself and not enough BD. BD's the hard stuff. Figuring that part out, that formula, that's the hard stuff. But if you throw yourself into that world, there's a reason why, you know, I know brokers that have been a year or two in the game and they're doing three to five million. I know brokers that are a year or two in the game and they're doing 30, 35 million because it was 30, 35 million. And they did, they're not doing anything different than you. They just went all in and they spend 90% of their time building their network and doing business development, right? Picking up the phone, just getting in front of people, staying in front of people. That's what they do. So I'm asking you to just look in the mirror if you're not happy with your business. This isn't, hey, my business is doing awesome. That's good for you, good for you. But I know a lot of brokers are underperforming and they're not happy and they're stressed out and they're not where they want to be. I'm saying, well, yeah, man, girl, whatever. You got to go all in. So that's why the underwriter I work with is the best underwriter in Canada and literally the best underwriter I've worked with in 12 years. Um, and I can say that truthfully. Um, and it's not even close. It's not even close. And, uh, because he went on 70 hours a week and live, breathe it. And that's what he wants to do. And Hey, maybe that's not your jam. Maybe you don't want to do that. Maybe you just say, Hey, I want to make hundred, 150 grand a year and work 20 hours a week, right? That's possible. You can absolutely do that. But if you don't have the right systems and processes in place, and nurturing of your database and that sort of stuff, well, that's gonna fall off at some point because you can only do so much in 20 hours, right? My goal, that's my goal, the 12 hour broker is, I work the least amount of hours possible, the maximum amount of revenue, okay? So I've found my model um, and I've talked about in other podcasts here, what my model is and I just referenced it there, but showing people to buy that first investment property is my model and it works really well for what I do and I'm in the right market for it as well in the GTA, um, real estate always wins anywhere really, but it's tough to have that argument if you're in Alberta, Hey, go buy an investment property. It's like, ah, yeah, no, not going to do that. Um, so I get that. So I'm lucky because the mortgage sizes are high and, um, I show people buy investment properties. We get a lot of two for one deals and the mortgage sizes are high. That allows me. And I'm I perfected, you know, having people make many commitments so I don't lose deals. Um, and really don't buy down down any deals, um, because of that. So that just allows me to spend less time in the business. Okay. So I wanted to share that with you because I thought that was pretty cool because we've all had, we've all, you know, went and got a haircut here and it's been horrible and it's the most basic haircut you can get. And we go over here and you can tell the person just spends, uh, this is me personally, my barber now, like they, you can just tell they really like what they do. I've went to other places and it's just a job. You know, I get the cheap haircuts, the master cuts or whatever. I just go, hey, two on the side, blend it up top. And it's like, I ask for the same thing everywhere I go. But there's only one place and there's like six different barbers there. There's only one place that where they all do it right. And all the other places do it wrong. It's because they don't care. And it's like, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. You're in and out. And you can tell, right? You can just tell that they don't have the passion for what they're doing. Where these other guys, they've got the passion. They're kind of humming. They got pep in their step. They've got their gear on, they've got their fancy scissors, and I, I pay the same, right? I'm paying the same, I'm paying the same amount. I would pay double for the haircut I get now versus, you know, the master cuts or whatever, not just throwing them out of the bus, but you know the type of place. Um, but it's, if you just sit back and reflect, you're like, holy, like I've had plumbers out to the house where they're, guys, you could just tell they care so much about what they do, and, they let, and the other guys are they're literally punching the clock. And I get the bill and I'm frustrated, even though they fixed what I needed done. I'm kind of frustrated because I'm like, they didn't give it a little extra love. They didn't like, I just didn't feel warm about the situation that I got good value where the other guys, I'm like, man, here's a tip. He's like, you don't tip your plumber. I'm like, I'm tipping you because I really like what you did. Like you left me with that experience. So why can't you take that into your mortgage business? Right. think of all those times you've had those experiences out there. Um, it's like, okay, like, you know, not all mortgage brokers are created equal. Not all realtors are created equal. There's a reason why some are way over here and some are way over here, okay? It's because they went all in. You gotta go all in. And we've, we all know this, deep down you know this, you know it. So I just ask yourself, last time I'm saying it, look yourself in the mirror, are you in this? Are you in it for the long haul? If you're in for the long haul, then stop watching three hours of Netflix. Stop spending, you know, I watch, I'm not saying I'm perfect because, hey, I've, I just my hobbies have shrunk down and I spend it in my businesses and I watch maximum hour a night of TV maximum. So, you know, sometimes 20, 30 minutes, um, but because I could rather I could be building stuff in my business instead, that's going to impact my family. Me sitting on my ass watching TV is not going to impact my family. Right. It's not. There's it's just a complete waste of time on this planet. So I'm, you're watching other people's dreams come true, you know, other actors and producers and actresses and writers and like, that's their dream is to do that. And I'm just sitting there watching it while my dreams kind of flow by. That's my mentality. Um, so there you go. Well, that was an early morning podcast where I just kind of went right at it. It's kind of, it's because I see so many excuses and I know we're at 13 minutes. I'm going to end this right away. Um, but I just... I see it around me. I see it in people I talk to. There's always excuses. And the business isn't hard. This is not a hard business. It might seem like it at some times, um, especially when you're starting out. But I'm here to tell you it's not. It's the, the finish line is closer than you think, although there should never be a finish line. Um, but there you go. Okay. So I hope that helps. I hope that's like a wake-up call for some of you. Um, I really do. I hope it's a wake up call because we have so much opportunity. We've been blessed to have the opportunities we do in this business, um, and the impacts we can make on people's lives. Um, so please don't take that for granted. Really don't, don't just go quit the business and go get another gig somewhere. If that's the case, you, you're you're way too important and people want to hear from you. If you're good at what you do, like you have a voice, people want to hear that voice. You know how many times I talk to people and man, this keeps going long. I apologize. Um, how many times I talk to people and they're just like over the top, like, can't believe you did that. I had someone yesterday come back from, did a pre-approval on a new construction, um, two years ago. And I said, oh, coffee. That's not tea. Um, and I said, okay, so like, why'd you come back? Cause you know, they're a VIP club and we nurture them and stuff. And she's like, well, I do get your VIP clubs. Um, with the card giveaways and that, she, she's like, I haven't won yet. Um, but she said, you know, why is because you're the only one that talked to us and walked us through things two years ago, we reached out to two other brokers. And when they found out it was new construction, they didn't have the time of day. Cause it was so far down the road and we'll do, I do pop on a phone call, it's a 15, 20 minute phone call to understand the situation, give them some advice, some advice on things, answer questions. And then we sent them a pre-approval letter. Um, And they're like, wow. So they came back. That's like an $800,000 mortgage where they came back and we're doing the paperwork and not even a question of, and then at the end, this is the funny part at the end, she said after, so we've got all our paperwork, um, ready to rock and roll. It's like a cookie cutter deal. Um, said, and what's your fee? How much do I owe you for this? (laughs) I'm like, you know, I went into my thing about nothing and I handled that elevator chat, but go figure. It's because how I made her feel back then, it wasn't what I did. It was how I made her feel. People remember how you make them feel, not what you say. Um, and I made her feel really good I took the time and she mattered. Right. And so how many times I've had people tell me, like I've had so many experiences for, they were horrible. This has been an eye-opening experience for us. We're so happy. We're going to show from mountaintops. And I'm sitting here going, I didn't do anything special in my eyes. That's how I look at it. Because it just comes second nature. It's what we do. We've built out this process that works and helps people change. Like, I don't feel like I'm doing it. I feel like I'm pushing buttons and just adding in my personality here and there. And it's like, you know, don't sell yourself short. I'm selling myself short. I already know that. Um, But I'm saying don't sell yourself short, especially if you're new to the business. People want to like people and they want to hear from you. Um, they want you to guide them. You're the professional, you know, more than anyone you're talking to. You know, if you're two years in the business, a year, you already know more than you, all your friends and family, everybody, but you have to act that way. Right. So up your confidence game there a bit, but people want to hear from you. Um, they want true professionals and you know, make them feel good. So we went on like a couple of rabbit holes here. I'm going to end this right now. So there you go, kids, um, five texts a day. And I hope, I hope that wakes some of you up. Oh, it's the shake you need in the morning. Okay? All right. Peace out. Bye.